back It's all been done before And if you could only let it be You would say I like you the way you are When we're driving in your car And you're talking to me one on one But you become somebody else Around everyone else You're watching your back Like you can't relax You're trying to be cool You look like a fool to me Tell me Why do you have to go and make things so complicated? I see the way you're acting like somebody else Gets me frustrated Life's like this You fall and you crawl and you break And you take what you get And you turn it into Honestly you promise me I'm never gonna find you fake it no, 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 that's a pretty long song, really, it's too long, I need to really cut it, cut it really short, basically, how are you guys doing, it's exactly uh, 9.36pm this Monday evening, and again, I'm late, you know, in recording this, uh, this episode on the Just a Nobody podcast. And I want to thank each one of you to really for really tuning in, for listening, for keeping up with me. Uh, not keeping up with the Kardashians, keeping up with Mo Colasso. <laughs> Anyways, I uh, hope you're doing well. I mean, uh, the pandemic, <laughs> the pandemic. The pandemic or whatever you want to call it is kind of not kind of leaving us. Uh, it's, um, uh, I don't know whether it's getting better. Hope I hope it is getting better, uh, if you say so. But um, yeah, it's just getting crazier, I feel. Because uh, if you can't do the things that you would usually do, and of course, you know, uh, I'm not talking about just, uh, you know, work. You can You can work from anywhere. You can remotely kind of hook up. Uh, to the internet and get logged in and do your work or whatever but I'm talking about the normal you know uh, leisure activities which is so important uh, in life basically and if you can't do that it's like what are we living for you know kind of thing so just because a little frustrated but I hope you know it's definitely going to happen hope is the only thing that kind of uh, uh, makes us feel better and um uh, maybe um, uh, the day when everything comes back to normal um, uh, is very close because it, it's it's so amazing that, you know, what we are going through, it's not one nation or one city or one village that is going through uh, this this thing. This whole thing called the pandemic or the whole thing called COVID-19 or the whole thing that is called coronavirus or the whole thing that we call the lockdown is a global phenomenon. So that is the only, uh, only thing that, uh, keeps us, you know, balanced um, with what is happening. It's not one particular uh, group of people in a community, in a city, in a village, or in a nation that is going through this horrible uh, pandemic. It's the whole world. So maybe that's just, you know, that's something that keeps us all um keeps us all kind of uh, say okay the whole world is going through it it's planet earth that is going through it you know so let's uh, kind of uh, uh, go through it together you know of course you know as we've been talking for for first in so many episodes that of course we are all not in the same boat you know each one of us are sailing through this pandemic in a different way depending on um, uh uh, you know, our social or economic status in society because it's different for each one. You know, some people can relax, they can write a book, they can kind of, uh, they can pl- play video games and there are some people who are really getting, there's a lot of anxiety and depression of how, how things are going to happen. You know, where's the money going to come from? Where am I going to get my next meal? How am I going to feed my families? You know, so of course we are, uh, we are sailing through this pandemic in a different way we are not all, not all in the same boat but at the same time it's a global phenomenon so we all are going through this you know it's not that uh, a group of people are having f- uh, can can do whatever they want and the another group of people from another part of the world they can't do uh, they 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 are they are under lockdown so that's the only 
silver i won't say silver lining but i think that's the only thing that is uh that makes you feel kind of okay you know anyway um so i was like uh i was thrilled it was yesterday i believe uh august 2nd so today is august 3rd right yeah so it happened yesterday so excited I remember talking about it. If if you all, I don't know whether you'll tune into that particular episode. I don't remember the number where I talk about um, where I talked about SpaceX, the Crew Dragon capsule, and I was so excited about it. It was um, it was somewhere uh, on May in the month of May, on May thirtieth, I think. Yeah. So um, so the SpaceX Elon Musk company. uh they uh they created uh, they they created or they made this vehicle which is called the Gr- the crew dragon capsule which was made a commercial uh capsule that could hook up to the international space station which is in space so this was the first time that um uh ever that was created by a commercial organization like SpaceX. Other it is always uh it was always made by uh, Russia's Soyuz capsule which costed about 80 million dollars per seat. So now this was the first time and I remember talking about it if you want to tune in you can go to my previous episodes I don't remember which one it is but it was around uh, May 30th uh, that time. So exciting. um and of course we talked about it and yesterday was the day when it returned back with those two astronauts so these are not capsules that are just empty you know or robots these are capsules that actually uh have astronauts in them you know so uh, elon musk is the creation is spacex or the spacex creation was wonderful i mean uh so the crew dragon finally came down back it unhooked from the international space station it hooked up on may 30th there so it kind of uh, separated from the international space station and yesterday beautiful spin there was a uh, scene it was a splashdown uh, splashdown uh, in the gulf of mexico and i loved those four uh, parachutes you know that kind of led it uh, led the splashdown uh so uh that was something that is amazing and you know as we talked about it last time that the crew dragon capsule which was manufactured created by SpaceX usually accommodates seven astronauts uh in in that entire capsule but of course uh, uh for the first run or the further for this it well, I won't say the test run but it was for the first run for the first time ever the two astronauts went uh traveled inside the crew dragon capsule uh there were only two, two astronauts at that time although it can hold around seven astronauts and uh, they were ferried from earth to the international space station and i believe that uh, the uh, the dragon the crew dragon capsule can last can stay in space for about 4 months you know after 4 months it could just kind of explode because i believe the solar panels on the on the capsule um uh, in space it seems it deg- it, deg- it in it degrades you know um um because the panels the, because because of the atmosphere uh, up there in space uh, it can degrade and can kind of explode so i believe uh 4 months was the time frame but since it went may so may june july and august so about 2 months a little a little more than 2 months uh, it was up there uh which was brilliant i mean um and i would al- always say you know that is something that is really um a really commendable not only elon musk spacex did a wonderful job imagine saving 80 million dollars per seat you know and it's going to be much cheaper it's going to be commercialized so you and me can actually you know we have the money i don't know how much it would cost but we have the money to buy a seat uh in the crew dragon capsule we could just kind of go and um watch space you know for all you care now why why kind of uh, i'm emphasizing on this is because uh, elon musk is an immigrant a brand new immigrant he came when he was in his 20s early 20s he he is um he is foreign born so uh so congratulations to the guy because of that wonderful creation i mean he's really uh he you know uh he makes immigrants look really good because that's why uh that's why the united states is the land of immigrants because immigrants come here and create 
And that's what Elon Musk did. And I really appreciate that guy uh, for that, especially. And uh, I believe there were two astronauts on that capsule. Uh, they took, a, they stayed there for 62 days in space. That's about a little more than two months. Um, they went around 1,000 uh 1024 orbits 1020 of uh, 24 orbits around the planet uh, earth that is and it, they uh they went around they took about um, four spacewalks so that's what they did those two astronauts uh, while they were there so all the stock that i'm talking about of course uh, spacex and commercialization and how each one of us can go. So I'm talking about all this, you know, like I've almost dedicated two episodes, literally talking about it. The main reason I'm talking about it is, is fundraising. I want uh, like anyone out there, you know, who's listening to this episode and who wants to sponsor my seat on that Crew Dragon capsule to Earth, please, you know, you're welcome to do it because I, I'm basically talking about the crew capsule and all, uh, you know, all this, the space, spacey thing is because I want to go there. You know, I want to see Earth like from up there. So if you think you can kind of sponsor my seat on that crew dragon capsule to send me up in space, uh, not only look at the International Space Station, but I also want to see how Earth looks from from there. Uh, so if you can sponsor me, you can always write to me at justanobodypodcast.gmail.com. That's my email address. So you're always welcome, you know. You're always welcome because it's a wonderful world and I want to see that world that is beyond uh, beyond Earth. I would love to do that, man. That's beautiful, man, really. I mean, imagine being able to do that. You know, I would be singing... Uh, Louis Armstrong's What a Wonderful World like all the time there that I'm there. Say say for instance Crew Capsule, this Crew Dragon Capsule can kind of survive uh, stay up on Earth uh, stay up uh, in space for about four months maximum. I'll kind of tell those, those crew guys like let's stay in like for three months and 15 days and then just let's go back you know like till the last like how much it can stay till the last i'll be there say okay now we can return but i need some i need uh i need to go uh i need funds for that you know i can't afford i can't afford that trip but i want to go there and then after i go there and i'm up there you know the song that i'm gonna sing what a wonderful world i see trees of green red roses too no i won't say that i say i see skies of blue and clouds of white the blessed day the dark sacred night and i think to myself what a wonderful world. That's the song I'm going to sing. And let me play Louis Armstrong. <laughs> let me play Louis Armstrong. You know, all the time that I'm going to be there on space, like hooked up to the International Space Station and then hooked up to whatever, whatever, I'll be singing Louis Armstrong's What a Wonderful World. Let's listen to him. <laughs> I love the song. of green I see them blue for me and you and I think to myself what a wonderful world Wonderful 
the colors of the rainbow So pretty in the skies Also on the faces of people going by I see friends shaking hands Saying, how do you do? I watch them grow Then learn much more I never know And I think to myself What a wonderful world Yes, I think to myself What a wonderful world. I love Louis Armstrong and I love the guy. I mean, you know, uh, I, I wish all of you like get an opportunity to really uh, watch this because the song is so beautiful and the way he says sings it like the expressions you must watch it i'll kind of link it up uh, if if i get an opportunity i'll definitely link it up and i'm a big fan of louis armstrong um uh wonderful man you you must watch it to really believe what i'm trying to say i'm, I'm sure many of you have watched it but it makes you it hits you hard especially during the pandemic because we all you know this kind of uh, the feeling that you know we have never really at least i have never really appreciated the small things in life you know uh, which which i've been noticing and kind of it makes you feel you know it hits you hard the song especially during this time so i love the song man and i love louis armstrong you must watch the video it's so beautiful i love the way he says uh, what's it uh, I hear babies no I uh I hear babies cry I watch them grow they learn much more and I'll never know I think to myself I and I think to myself uh, what a wonderful world so this is the song that i'm going to sing what a wonderful world you know when i go out of, out in space and while i'm in, on, on earth it is a wonderful world you know it's just it's just a matter of appreciating it you know beauties and all the small things just appreciating it maybe uh that small kind of appreciation will just help us come off uh come out of the lockdown staying positive is everything and it just it just sounds like a phrase like staying you know you got to be positive like people say hey man you got to be positive in life yeah true but i think it's actually true you know you got to be that way uh, at least at least to uh, at least during this pandemic because uh, otherwise it can really take you down whatever you call it the pandemic the lockdown the quarantine everything f- sounds familiar covid-19 coronavirus you know anyways with uh, all this uh, this lockdown stuff happening i just want to some some kind of um, some kind of uh, things i want to share with you which could be useful you know wherein um, uh, uh some kind of housekeeping like you know the other day i just took my uh, i have i have around, i own about uh, five masks okay which are kind of uh, rotate but then i said let me just wash them uh, i put them in the i put them in the washer and then i put them in the dryer and they came out so tight what i mean is they shrunk so badly that all five of them stopped fitting me literally you know i just couldn't get uh, i they were just they were going on one year and then i had to like literally pull them to the other year and then i was suffocating you know because they had gone they shrunk and they were so tight um so i literally had to kind of stretch it out a kind of uh, put it uh, on handles of my of my you know wooden handles at home so that they could stretch automatically and then i could wear it 
and now they're all okay. But don't ever, like don't ever wash those masks in a washer and a dryer because they're definitely going to shrink. So some housekeeping rules, I've gone through it. So I don't want you to go through the same thing. Don't, don't do that. You know, hand wash it because it's the best thing uh, to do. They're not going to shrink. And that's what I'm doing now. And then there was another, there was another epi- uh, thing that I heard about uh, the CD, CDC chief um, saying that, you know, we got to wear goggles. Like, you know, you got to wear those, uh, uh, the screens or what do you call them? The face screens or whatever, uh, because uh, that will help us prevent catching the coronavirus even better, like 200% maybe. But I don't know what's happening, really. Okay, see, a mask, I understand, you know, your nose, mouth, uh, you could, uh, like literally, you know, that's where cold and cough and everything happens. But imagine also covering your eyes now, like, uh, we have so much difficulty already to get people to wear masks. It's become so political. Every Everybody's fighting, you know, if you wear a mask, you belong to one political party. If you don't wear a mask, you belong to the other political party. You know the, your political affiliations by simply watching someone on the road, whether he's wearing a mask or not. It's become like that. But imagine now if you ask people to wear goggles. Hey, man. What's happening? Everybody is going to be, there's going to be a division. Like, you know, there's, forget uh, two parties or two parts to the uh, the world. It's going to be totally polarized. We, we'll stop talking to each other completely, you know, if that ever happens. Because, hey man, mask is okay, but covering every mucosal surfaces that is exposed, that is mouth, nose and eyes, you're never going to have people do that ever, you know. Okay, we got it through. Uh, uh, okay, mask. We're still fighting about it, but still some people, most majority of the people are doing are doing that part of the work. But hey, man, covering the eyes and wearing goggles and walking around, I don't think that's ever going to happen, really. But I love the way uh, people are you know, um, okay, fine. Individuals, if you're walking on the street, you can make your own decision because it's not mandated. Mask wearing is not mandated. You don't have to wear a mask today. Um, all around the world, I don't think any nation is really mandated uh, mask wearing. It depends on a person, he or she. But I love the way organizations or stores or places uh, where we go to have kind of mandated, you know, based on their organizational rules and regulations so i love the flight that returned you know the flight that was going from detroit to atlanta it returned back by turning around because there were two passengers on that flight i believe it was a delta flight it was a delta flight two passengers in the flight who were so adamant that they never got they're not gonna wear a mask no matter what you know so uh so delta flight they have a mandate by the organization, I'm not talking about the national mandate or the city mandate or the state mandate or the nation mandate or the country, the world mandate on wearing a mask. I think that is left up to an individual to wear it or not. But I love how private organizations are making it a rule that if you don't wear a mask, we will, we will, we will not fly you or we will not take you in our store. You know, you have to wear it. And I like that part of it because private organizations can do what they what they think is right. So I love Delta Flight. It was going from Detroit to Atlanta and midair, it turned back because two passengers didn't abide by the rules and they were they were just saying, no, they won't do it. You know, so adamant that they returned, told those two passengers to get off. And then it went back. That is gumsham, you know, literally. I just don't understand first and foremost why. Like, why would you not wear a mask? Like, it's so, It. I've been saying it every episode. But it's so literal. It's so basic. It's so, uh, it's so easy to understand, you know, why. It's uh, why you need to wear a mask. Because your cold cough, your uh, the flu is passed through. Uh, through that so it's it's basically protection you know so i just don't get that but anyways some people are adamant 
but I love what Delta Delta uh, Airlines did. You know, I need to fly that airlines very soon, which I will do. You know, uh, but I believe there are some uh, some uh, organizations also. Of course, that is Delta. There are some some stores or some food chains who are gonna who have um, created a mandate who have a mandate that if you want to enter my store if you want to buy anything you have to wear a mask, um, and if you don't wear it they could call on the police because if you admin and say I'm not going to get out of the store I want to I want to do what I want to do you know I'm going to be here I'm going to buy stuff and if you're very adamant they can call the police. So there are some stores also doing that, which is great, you know. I understand wearing goggles is going to be maybe ultimately we'll all have to understand that, okay, we'll have to wear goggles. As as of now, it's not a requirement. But mask is so basic, I believe, you know. It's something that anyone should be able to understand that. It is the need. You need to wear it. That reminds me of a scene, you know, uh, from... The Joker, the uh, the Dark Knight, the movie Dark Knight, the the scene between the Joker and Batman, where uh, the Joker tells you know Batman, he tells uh, it's a great dialogue. I love that. Uh, I love the dialogue between the Joker and Batman from the Dark Knight. You know where the Joker's telling Batman that, you know when the chips are down, then these civilized people they'll eat each other up, and that's so true. You know. Yeah, like uh, I love the dialogue that he says. You know, their morals, their code—it's—it's it's a bad joke, which is which gets dropped at the first sign of trouble. That is, they are only as good as the world allows them to be. You know, you'll see uh, when the chips are down, these civilized people—they'll eat each other up, and that's literally what is happening today. You know, if you look at. Look at uh, we all civilized, you know. We live in a civilized society, so we have some rules, we have some codes, we have some morals, and we live by it. But when the chips are down, the very same civilized people, they literally eat each other up, and that's what hap- That's what's happening in our world today, you know. We're literally behind each other to kind of. Uh, get behind each other's lives basically so mask wearing is not only for your own protection it's a protective gear to protect others from also getting it so you know and that's what we're not doing and i love that scene which i want to play i kind of got it up here which i want to play between batman and the joker from the movie the dark knight so i'll just play it and then we'll we'll talk about it after this segment here it is see you wanted me here I am I wanted to see what you'd do and you didn't disappoint you let five people die then you let Dent take your place even to a guy like me that's cold where's Dent? Those mob fools want you gone so they can get back to the way things were. But I know the truth. There's no going back. You've changed things. Forever. Then why do you want to kill me? <laughs> I don't want to kill you. What would I do without you? Go back to ripping off mob dealers? No, no. No. No, you. You complete me. You're garbage. You kills for money. Don't talk like one of them. You're not. Even if you'd like to be. To them, you're just a freak. Like me. They need you right now. When they don't, they'll cast you out. Like a leper. You see, their morals, their code, it's a bad joke. We've dropped at the first sign of trouble. They're only as good as the world allows them to be. I'll show you. When the chips are down, these, uh, these civilized people, they'll eat each other. See, I'm not a monster. I'm just ahead of the curve. Where's Dent? You have all these rules and you think they'll save you. You have these rules and you you think that will save you? I love that dialogue. It's so real. It's so today. It's so current. It's 
it's so literal it's it's literally the way the world is today you know we all we all have these rules we all have these codes we have a mask we wear a mask almost every day you know uh trying to be uh just you know kind of hello how do you do when we don't really mean it or maybe we mean it sometimes but sometimes you know we just do things because uh Oh, we we believe that it's a civilized world and that that's how we should be living so we're wearing a mask all the time um but but i love the way he says that um but when the chips are down the very old the the, the very civilized uh, people who live in a very civil way we have rules codes all that uh uh the chips just fall down you know um uh and then he says that i'm not i'm not a monster i'm just ahead of the curb uh, of course the joker's bad character in the mo- in the movie but still you know it's so true we when the chips are down that is when the pandemic happened when lockdowns happened we fought for toilet paper you know we didn't have groceries at the stores because we were just overbuying for weeks and weeks of groceries because we were so afraid we fought over toilet paper we are not wearing a mask although it can protect us not not only us but it can protect other people um you know uh and then we racism started uh, of course racism has always been there but it started showing up more and more because people were frustrated the chips were down you know um uh, george floyd happened during this time uh there's no dignity people have stopped kind of uh, living uh, with dignity or with with uh, with that those codes and those morals that they maybe they pretended some of them really do it because they believe that you know we need to respect each other etc but some of them are simply doing it because they have to do it you know they're wearing a mask and doing it but those masks have all fallen off you know so um so i really uh, i really i came across this uh, i came across this uh this video and i was like i have to play it on my show because it's so current it's so connected to the way uh you know with this pandemic or the way things are happening right now because we are literally you know drop that invisible mask that we all have of civility of codes of ethics and rules etc and um uh things are just coming out there's no respect uh racism has all which has always been there it is more open now it is more blatant now we are not wearing a mask although we can we can save each other by doing it but we're just going after each other you know so uh the place society is getting a little very rough it's a little tough to make people understand they'll say things on your face you know if they get get to your uh if you get on their nerves like even if you ask someone why you're not wearing a mask you can literally uh be shooed hunt down or beaten even you know for god's sake that's what's happening you can just actually be beaten so um so the mask is off you know that that mask that we've been wearing that's completely off uh so i love this dialogue i love the way he says that you know i'm not your friend i'm just like you you know that that's a beautiful dialogue from the dark knight of course i love the new joker with wakim phoenix great dialogues you know i i love the dark side of these movies because there's so much of truth in it you know um um and besides with the pandemic what's happening like you know it, there's a, there's a lot of mixture of politics with public health which is so crazy which i don't really understand and it's not one particular nation it's all over the world it's all over the world where politicians are kind of mixing their agenda with public health which is not required the only thing that politicians or politics need to be involved with public health is providing for people during these difficult times you know it's so difficult to kind of survive for so many people so the economic and social aspect of things is what politics really plays an important part they need to help when it comes to public health but hey man politicians are not supposed to tell us what or how we going to how we going to fight the bacteria or the virus or the 
coronavirus or the COVID-19 or what are, what are the precautions that we need to take or what are the medicines that we need to take? When are the vaccines going to be out? That is not politics. It's not politicians' job to tell us, you know, when that's going to happen, literally. So I hate this whole mixture of politics with public health when they have no role to play. And I never use this word dangerous, but hey, man, it's dangerous. You know, when that happens, when politics is mixed with public health, it is dangerous because it's taking away lives. Not by one, not by two, not by tens, not by hundreds, but by millions all around the world. So that is scary, you know, and I hope that ends very soon. And then, you know, we talk about uh, Mercury, uh, Mercury in being in retrograde. What that even means, like, you know, when someone says, I think my Mercury is in retrograde, like, what does that mean? I had to literally Google to find out, you know. Okay, so what does Mercury in retrograde really mean? Does the planet actually move backwards and then it costs a spell? a bad spell, you know, on people, then I had to Google and I said, okay, let me just find the definition of retrograde. Now, retrograde motion is an apparent change in the movement of the planet in the sky. And then I said, okay, what does it mean to say whether Mercury, Venus, Earth, Mars, Jupiter, Saturn, Uranus, Neptune, Pluto, um, all these planets that are there or whatever, uh, when when do we say that these planets are in retrograde? So if the Mercury is in retrograde, which people use quite often, which I'd never understood. And today I had a kind of research to find out what does Mercury in retro is in retrograde really mean, you know? And I was like, what the fuck? First and foremost, it's what the fuck? It's something that I'll never understand. It's so it's so unreal. And then I kind of read it, read that it doesn't mean that the planet is moving backwards. But say, for instance, we talk about Mercury. Now, Mercury takes about uh, uh, 88 days to orbit the sun. Okay. And Earth, the planet which we are on, takes about 365 days to orbit the, the sun. So, uh, which clearly shows that the um the earth is moving uh it, it, you know it is it is moving it is it takes much many days to really uh orbit the orbit the sun so that's what it what it says is that when say for instance mars is in retrograde which happens like twice a year so when earth comes up from behind and overtakes mars because mars takes about 680 687 days to orbit the earth Right. So. Um, so. Uh, so when Earth is moving, which is much more faster and Mars moves a little more slower, the Earth comes. Uh, it shows, you know, when Earth is when Earth comes towards Mars and it takes over Mars because it takes about 365 days and Mars takes double the amount of time. That is 687 days. Uh, you know, it's like it, it uh, on the orbit. It shows that. Mars Mars gets into a retrograde. You know, it's like it's left behind. It's like when you overtake a car and you you overtake it, the cars that are behind, it's like the planets that are behind, you know, they're in retrograde. It's not that the planets or the cars are going behind. It's just that you've overtaken them. So that's what happens with, say, for instance, Earth and Mars. Like Earth takes 365 days in an orbit. Mars takes 687 days in an orbit. So when we say that Mars is in retrograde, we just mean that we have overtaken Mars, you know, and Mars seems to be left behind. And that's what the fuck Mars is in retrograde or Mercury is in retrograde really means, you know, which is so fucking funny. And then we blame planets for uh, for all the unhappiness. So what about the pandemic? You know, such a big pandemic has happened. It's a global phenomenon. Uh, uh, it's it's a lockdown. So many people, millions of people have died. So which planet do we blame? 
So which planet has really been in retrograde that has caused this pandemic? I believe, I think it's Earth. Earth is in retrograde. You know, how about that? It's so funny. Like people, especially millennials, you know. Uh, 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 of course, we use OK Boomer for people who are seniors. But these 13 and 14 year olds, they they use a lot of mercuries in retrograde. Must be, you know, it's it's like a thing, like an oh, it's like a hashtag thing, you know, for millennials of blaming mercury for all the problems because it seems mercury is uh, is a planet of communication and technology. So if mercury is in retrograde, you have a botched career, you have uh, you have have basically a bad life. You have a botched business deals. You have missed flights. You have mechanical issues. You could have a broken cell phone. And they say, don't make important decisions when Mercury is in retrograde because of all these factors. Because Mercury is a planet of uh, communications and technology and love and stuff like that. So don't do it. Like Mars is a planet of energy, action, desire. So if Mars is in retrograde, all these energy and action and desires, you know, kind of goes, uh, goes bonkers. It's not going to work for you. What the fuck, man? So what about the pandemic, which has kind of affected the entire planet? You know? So I believe because Earth is in retrograde, the pandemic has happened. How about concluding, concluding like that, you know? Because we're killing ourselves. So probably... Earth is in retrograde. So rather than keep blaming other planets for being in retrograde, how about saying Earth is in retrograde, you know, for causing the pandemic? That's so funny. That's so funny. Because, you know, when, when, a, when a planet is in retro, retrograde, it usually lasts for a month or a two. But this pandemic has lasted for five months, like in a row, continuously. And it's not ending. I think it'll go for about a year till the, till the vaccine is up and then till we all get it and stuff like that. So there was, there's never been any planet in retrograde for so long. So I believe this is what we call the Earth is in retrograde, you know, when, we, uh, when it goes on for so long and when the entire globe is affected. How about that? How about that? How, how about how about that? How about that? Let me see the song. Uh, where is it? Yeah, okay. I see trees of green, red roses too. I see them blue before me and you. And I think to myself. What a wonderful world. I love the song, man. The colors of the rainbow. So pretty in the sky. Are also on the faces of people going by. I see friends shaking hands saying, How do you do? They really sang. I love you, are your babies crying, I watch them grow, they learn much more, and I'll never know, and I think to myself, <laughs> what a wonderful world, and I Think to myself, what a wonderful world. I love the song and I love the expressions of the song, which I'll definitely, I'll share the video of these songs in my, in my notes because it's a beautiful track. Um, I wanted to actually talk about this uh, Bollywood actor, Bollywood, an Indian film actor, uh, a person who act who Sushant Singh Rajput. I don't know whether uh, I'm sure people who listen from India they they know who Sushant Singh Rajput is because it's breaking news in India about how this actor uh, who is so 
is such a good actor, so versatile, a small town boy, good looking, who started really small on television, became a blockbuster hit in movies, was doing so well. Um, suddenly they f- they found him dead in his room in 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 his house in India, hung to a fan. and he's no more but of course there's a lot of controversy behind uh, behind Sushant Singh Rajput's uh, death you know whether it's suicide or whether it's a murder there's so many things happening like you know i am following the story uh, to all my people in india who are listening i am following the story because i just can't understand because i've watched so many sushant singh rajput's movies I really follow the guy. I love the guy. I remember watching his television programs, you know. Not all of it, but a few of it. Um uh and I was like uh, this guy and he did so well in movies. Like each and every movie was such a big blockbuster. He was doing so well. Uh even his recent movie um Dil Bechara was also released after his death. and he had so many movies to do even ahead in time suddenly you know why would someone like that kill himself and then there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of controversy about his mental illness and because he was suffering from bipolar disorders which many people say that it's just kind of you know um conspiracy uh filed against him to show that it is a suicide uh um and not a murder but there's a lot of a lot of things that have come out like nepotism in the indian film industry i think it happens even in hollywood where you know actors their children their grandchildren entire acting you know the entire acting industry or the entire film industry is ruled by actors their children and their children and their children becomes like a family business basically and so it has brought brought up a lot of issues on nepotism it happens even in hollywood not only in not only in bollywood not only in the indian film industry it happens even in bollywood you know you have a director father you, then you, you who has a son his son and children or daughters they also get into films then this son's children also get into films and they they enter, it becomes a family business so people who are really struggling want to come from a small town they have a lot of difficulty you know really making a name in the industry and that's what happened with Sushant Singh Rajput they kind of isolated him that's what's in the news he suffered a lot from nepotism he didn't get a lot of roles because it is taken over by people you know who had fathers and godfathers in the industry uh with people you know people who are very influential so of course i'm really praying that uh Sushant Singh Rajput gets justice whatever it is you know whether it is suicide or whether it is murder whatever it is i hope the truth really comes out because i think the whole many people in india are really fighting for justice for Sushant Singh Rajput because he was just found hung in his room but no one knows uh, there's a lot of uh, controversy about whether he was killed and then hung or whether he really hung himself you know so there's a lot of controversy whether it's a suicide or whether it's murder i just all i want is i hope sushant singh rajput gets justice and that's the bottom line that's what i want whatever it is all these allegations all these you know um the investigations that are on right now hope and pray that ultimately the guy gets justice because he was such a nice guy yeah genuine person and really loved him not only that a good actor good looking and a small town boy who made it big you know so it, uh, people who are middle class and the lower middle class and poor really kind of can identify with him because he gave them hope that you can make it you know starting small you don't need to need, need to have a godfather in whichever industry you want to make it you can do it if you put your uh put yourself into it but it's so sad and so tragic the way he died so um that's all that i wanted to end my today's episode with uh it was fun as always you know really bringing this uh this episode uh to you if you want to write to me you can write to me at justanobodypodcast@gmail.com of course you can dm me on twitter uh my handle is at m e a r l c o l a c o don't forget you could write there mm 
if you don't feel like emailing because emailing is very 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 outdated right but before i go i want to play louis armstrong's uh how do you do i love that i love the face that he makes while singing it's so beautiful man this guy i love this guy i'll just play a little bit and then i'll say bye me and you and I think to myself wonderful. what a wonderful world I see skies of blue clouds of white bright blessed days Dark sacred nights, and I think to myself, what a wonderful world. The colors of the rainbow, so pretty in skies, also on the faces of people going by. I see friends shaking hands, saying, how do you do, dear Louis, say, I love you. That's all that I have for today. Thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate it. As always, you know, anything, even one of you, if you're listening, it means a lot to me, man. Thank you so much for listening. And stay tuned for my next episode. Mostly Sunday or Monday is when I publish it. Um, and that's all from me from now. What a wonderful world, right? Let's be positive. Baby, bye, 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 bye. Think to myself, what a wonderful world. Baby, bye, 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 bye.